Hi, welcome back to another teaching of Cult of Greatness. Today, I want to speak about prophecy. I um, honestly believe that we're uh, entering into a prophetic era, and I believe that we're about to see um, a revival in this nation. There is uh, a brewing in my spirit, and I have shared it with uh, many that um, believe that God is about to show off in this in this nation. And not only in the nation, but also in the world, there's different factors in the spiritual world happening right now, that it is like the perfect recipe, if you want to call it like that, for the prophetic movement in this nation. So today I want to speak about prophecy and I want to start in First Samuel and we're going to read a little bit today. But I want you to please bear with me. All right. So it's First Samuel 3. And it says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word in, of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming weak, that he could barely see, was lying, laying down in his usual place. Right? The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord. Where was Samuel? Samuel was laying down in the house of the Lord, and Eli was um, laying down in his in his usual place, right where the ark of God was. So that was uh, where Samuel was laying down. He was laying down in where the presence of of God was, where the the ark of God was. Okay. Then the Lord came. Then the Lord called Samuel. That's verse four. And it says, Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I didn't call. Go back and lie down. So he went and he lay down. Verse 6 says, again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. The, verse 7. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Okay, so he did not know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Okay, that's verse 7. Verse 8. A third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me? Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. Verse 9. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. The Lord came and stood there, calling as the other times. So it says that the Lord stood there, calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears it tingle. Like I said, there is a sound of revival coming to our land. There is a sign, uh, there's something brewing in the spirit that God is about to show off that I, I have, I can tell you my own experiences, but I have seen the, the, the hand of God move. I have seen miracles happen literally in front of my eyes. I have seen, I have seen the, the curve of, of feet being formed. I have seen 
miracles and wonders. Okay. But it, it, to be honest, it has been a while since I have experienced those. So again, I want to, I want to speak about that. Um, and I want us to think about where was Samuel? Samuel was, was ministering to the Lord. Okay. So the word of God says, you know, Samuel wasn't out and about, right? He, Samuel was in the presence of God. He did not know God yet. He didn't know the Lord yet. That's what the Bible says, but he was still showing up, right? Being in his presence all the time, ministering to him. What is ministering? You know, praying, uh, worshiping, just spending time reading the word, being in the presence of the Lord. So, and, you know, something that jumps out or highlights, it says that the, that the word of the Lord was rare, that they, there were not a lot of visions or revelations back in those days, that it was rare for God that, you know, as Samuel kept going back and forth with Eli, Eli at that time, he didn't have a relationship with God, but he still perceived by the third time he perceived, he remembered that, wait a minute, that is something I know that something that has been in my past, something that was engraved in my spirit. I know that that is the Lord calling for Samuel. And, you know, Eli told him, if he shows up, if he comes again, and if he calls out for your name, just tell him here I am Lord, you know, and, and just, just listen. So, Eli, even though he didn't know, he perceived that it was the Lord speaking to Samuel. So um, in order for you to start hearing the voice of God, in order for you to start stepping into the prophetic, you must uh, be able to say, you know what, Lord, here I am. Speak. I am your servant. I am here. Just um, start pouring out, start downloading what you have for me. All right. And something that I like, and it's in verse 10, something that it jumps out, it says, now the Lord came and stood and called like the other times, right? So yes, God had called already those three times in, um, like, you know, to Samuel, but it, it just makes me wonder, what about if God was calling and nobody was listening because nobody was ministering to him? What about if, if God had always, yeah, it says that, you know, his word was rare at that time, right? That there was not a lot of visions or, or revelations at that time. But what about if God had always been speaking? And we go back to what we were um, talking about last week about the, the voice of God. What about if he was speaking? What about if he was calling out and nobody was um, listening? Nobody had paid attention. Nobody was in the secret place being with God, spending time on his word, ministering to him, worshiping uh, you know, praying, talking to him. And something that also jumps out is that, you know, that Samuel was then able to say, you know what, here I am, right? He answered to the call of the Lord. So he was willing, he didn't know the word, the Lord yet, but there was someone in his life, even though, you know, Eli wasn't walking with the Lord, but there was someone that was able to say to point him out back to the Lord and say, you know what? Listen, if that if that voice comes back, just answer. Here I am, Lord. Right? Like I am here. Just I'm ready for you to speak. So um, I want to encourage you, highly encourage you, for you to get either plugged in into a church, get a mentor, 
someone that it is walking in the prophetic, somebody that can mentor you, somebody that can polish the gifts or help you polish the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given you. Um, I believe that God is speaking um, through prophecy a lot these days. God is giving words of knowledge to a lot of people. Yes, we have to discern. And yes, we have to know who are we going to get those words from, right? Not anybody, not anyone should have access to speaking into our lives. Not anybody can just uh, start saying, I have a word for you. And let me just tell you, if somebody approaches you like that, I have a word. What you need to do is like, before that person releases, be like, you know what? Can, can somebody else be with me so we can judge the word, so we can judge what you're saying, what you're about to speak. If the person is okay with that, just uh, know that, you know, that it's probably from the Lord that they're saying. Um, and when you receive that word, analyze it and just say, you know, thank you. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to um, look to what the word of God says. And every prophecy is going to point you back to the word of God, right? God is not going to prophesy something to you that is not already on, on the word of God. He's not going to give you crazy words um, that either haven't been confirmed already by yourself that, you know, that God has been speaking already to your spirit or God has already spoken to other people and they have told you about it. God will always confirm the words. So if somebody comes in and tells you, I have a word for you, that's okay. You know what? Let me bring a friend of mine. Let me bring my mentor. So you can speak the word, write it down, say thank you and pray about it. Okay. Put it in your journal and pray about it. If it is from God, it will come to pass. If it is not from God, just say, you know what? God, thank you. Or it might just take a few years or a few months or some time for it to come to pass. Okay. Encourage you, you know, to get a mentor, to get someone that it is in the same spirit, in the same you know, receiving from the Holy Spirit, God is pouring out. We are in, in, in an exciting season. We are in an exciting times. We are uh, ready. Like I said, you know, there's a brewing in the spirit, um, that something is about to happen and, and we're about to see, um, miracles like we haven't seen probably in our lifetime. So, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about the prophetic, um, I highly encourage you to read uh, the book of, of Daniel. And, you know, because in Daniel, they talk about revelations and understandings and, and visions, um, right? In Daniel 10, you know, there's a, a lot of richness about, you know, words and the the prophetic insight and spiritual warfare. Um, so I want you to go in and, and probably I, I might do a little study on Daniel 10 um, soon. Um, but I want to leave you with this in Acts 2.17. And it says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out of my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. prophesy. Your, your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Again, we are in an exciting, we're in exciting times. We are entering in the, into the time of the prophetic. Um, God is preparing us. I encourage you to continue reading. I want you to go and, and spend again some time on uh, and reading Samuel 3, first, first of Samuel 3, 
you know, um, first I want to leave with you also with this verse. It says that the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. So that means that he, uh, Samuel was under a covering. Uh, Samuel had a house. He had a church. If you, if you want to translate it to nowadays, you have to be part of a church. If you want to be part of the prophetic movement, you have to be part of a church. You cannot just go out of your limb and start, you know, working on, uh, gifts with the gifts of the spirit all by yourself without a house covering. You want to be part of your, the house covering. You want to talk to your pastor. You want to get um, a mentor. If you've been having that nudge to go into the, you know, to learn more about the prophetic. All right. Well, thank you again for being with me. I am extremely excited. I might um, go into Daniel 10 and next week and discuss a little bit more about, you know, the, the prophetic inside, um, in, in Daniel. All right. Well, thank you again and see you next week. Bye.